Welcome to the Wet Podcast, episode number 28. Podcast. I have an interview with Erica Castello from Patreon. Uh, I think I mentioned a few episodes ago that I uh, put this podcast on Patreon so that people can um, uh, become patrons and help support the podcast financially. And I thought it would be fun to have somebody on from the company to explain uh, exactly how that works. I solicited some comments on the Facebook and Twitter pages. And one of the uh, questions that came up on both was, what is Patreon? Uh, which is one of the first questions I ask Erica. <laughs> so that would be good. Uh, then you'll know. Uh, I think it's a new enough company that a lot of people have not heard of it. And I think they're doing some really cool stuff, really interesting um, work in connecting artists and uh, patrons and helping people pay for things they love and helping people get paid for doing the things they love. It's really, really cool. I should also mention that Erica, since we recorded last week, Erica has become my first patron, actually. So thanks, Erica, for, for doing that. I really appreciate it. You can probably hear from my voice that I got a little bit of a cold right now. So um, I'm going to keep the intro short so that we can get right into the interview. Uh, you can find show notes for this interview at ericmarshall.net slash wet. That's E-R-I-K marshall.net slash W-E-T. And there you'll find some links to some of the things that uh, that Eric and I talk about. You can find uh, me on Facebook, uh, The Wet Podcast, and also on Twitter at Wet Podcast. And you can also find uh, my personal Twitter at emarsh, E-M-A-R-S-H. Okay, so let's just get right into the interview. I hope you enjoy. I have with me today Erica Castello from Patreon. Hello, Erica. Hello. Hey. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we're honored. Thanks for having me. Cool. Uh, So so one of the reasons I have you on is because um, I... I was just turned on to Patreon fairly recently. I, I've known about it for maybe a month or two. Cool. And uh, I think it seems like a really cool platform. But um, like a lot of my listeners, I, I think I'm having trouble figuring out like how to explain it to people, what it is, and how to use it, <laughs> right? Because it seems like a yeah. really cool thing, but it's, you know, it's uh, got this... I know, there's a learning curve, maybe, I suppose. So I solicited uh, questions. Before, I told uh, people on my Twitter and uh, Facebook that I was going to be interviewing somebody from Patreon. And the, one of the number one questions I got was, what is Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair question. Uh, which, to which I, uh, I did, you know, you know, the site, let me Google that for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit him with that. <laughs> just to be, you know, to be a yeah. jerk. But so what is Patreon, Erica? Okay, so it kind of it depends who you are, but if you're a creator, it's a way to create on your own terms and earn reliable income, which is a big deal. And if you're a patron, it's a way to connect 
with and support the creators you love. So the way that it really works is we facilitate ongoing, reliable revenue for creators of all kinds, whether you're a podcaster or a YouTuber or a singer-songwriter. Like We even have someone who has a cat shelter making money on Patreon. Um, they're able to put the creations onto the platform and publish them directly to their patrons, who are the people, whether they're around them in their community or all over the world that just happen to have stumbled upon and connected with their creativity, um, who are able to pledge on a per release or a per month basis, which is really cool because that means a patron can come to your site, your podcaster and say, hey, I really love your podcasts. Um, I'll give you $10 every time you release one, but only up to like 20 bucks because I'm kind of broke and $30 would, you know, break my bank account or whatever. So that means that, you know, the first of the month, every month, and if you release two podcasts, then you get $20 in exchange for that release. Or I might come through and be like, I don't really know, you know, sometimes I'm able to listen to these podcasts or whatever, but I really appreciate what it is that you do and what you talk about. And I, I'm about it. I like it. I want to support you. I want to be a part of it. So I'm going to give you $10 every month. I don't really care, <laughs> you know, what, what it is that you release in that month. Um, so then on the first of the month, when it comes around, you'd get $10 out of my bank account in support of your creativity. Um, and the way that that like becomes a reciprocal process um, is that the creator gets to determine totally based on like their creative universe and their time frame and um, what they're best at and how they connect to their fans. They can, um, through what's called tiered rewards, uh, give back to their patrons. So some people do stuff like you know, a dollar a month will get you access to patron exclusive content. So stuff only patrons can see. Um, and maybe $5 a month, you might get like a, like a Snapchat or a shout out or like a tweet or retweet something small, but cool. Um, and maybe $10 a month is you get a phone call from your favorite creator and maybe $20 a month might be something like you get the free download of the stems of the live music that you're really into. Um, or even like, you know, $50 a month, people start offering things like you might get, you know, guaranteed VIP backstage tickets, or you might get to, you know, when the creator is in your town, say what's up and get a drink with them. Um, so yeah, long story short, it's a way for patrons to support the creators they love and creators to make things on their own terms and make a fair and reliable, income doing so well, that's great thank you I, I, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a great explanation i really appreciate that sweet <laughs> <laughs> thank you i've been uh, explaining it like this i've been telling people it's like kickstarter in reverse yeah Where, you know with kickstarter you have uh, a project you're you're going to create and you're looking for support ahead of time and with patreon you're already creating and you're looking for patrons to kind of help you along i don't know if that's accurate or not but that's that's the way I've been it's trying not, to explain it. It's not not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely uh, we we um, like one way to think about it because we really see like Kickstarter, Indiegogo, like those are freaking awesome companies. Yeah. So cool, such amazing things happen um, on their platforms. So we see them as like um, not as like competitors, but as like collaborators. And that mm -hmm. like yeah, if you want to launch an album and like that's like what you're about this quarter, and like that's like you know, your creative goal, like go to Kickstarter, go to Indiegogo and raise money for that launch. And at Patreon, our difference is that, um, we're creator centric and creator first. So we're interested in funding the creator kind of regardless, um, you know, of what kinds of projects they're producing at the time, whether that's, you know, a lot like a project every day, or maybe they're only making one thing every quarter. But the point here at Patreon is to support the creator and make sure it's possible for them to keep doing what they do. Yeah. I wasn't implying that you're 
competitors necessarily. It just seems like it's the same process in just you know kind of in reverse. But I'll stop doing that. I'll stop saying. No, that. no, <laughs> no. You're right. That was just that's just my spin. That's yeah. how you know. <laughs> no, that's great. No, that's great. Yeah, that is fantastic. But, you know, um, so the the philosophy behind Patreon is basically trying to support creators, right? And yeah. link up people who who want to help them, more or less. Yeah, more more or less, for sure, for sure. Like, there's a couple layers to it. There's like one layer on the level of like technology and industry. There's a couple patterns um, in, in technology and just. And media distribution and publishing, um, which really do not operate in the favor of creators of any kind. Like you're either in the top point zero zero one percent and you're a bajillionaire, or you're creating things that people love. That literally football stadiums of people <laughs> love and um, and consume and share, and then are rewarded like literally on like you know pennies, not even not even pennies to the dollar. So we want to make it easy for people to support the creators they love. And also, like, we're, we're very intentionally building out a new infrastructure for the arts and for creators in general, such that, like, a kid growing up anywhere, you know what I mean, in the middle of the country, somewhere in the Midwest in a small town, has a, like, not only a fighting, but an actually reasonable chance of saying, like, hey, I want to be an artist, and this is something I can do, and I'll be able to shelter myself and feed myself. And um, we think that's, like, really, really important at Patreon, that, like, that actually touches a lot of other things in our lives and that um in order for people to be able to like be their whole authentic selves this is something we talk about whole being your whole self um they need support and and they need to be fairly valued and rewarded for their work so our philosophy is to yeah make it easy for people to support each other and also build out that infrastructure so there's you know a future for artists to come that is awesome <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, I I want to get into the some of, some of the nuts and bolts uh, in a in a little bit for sure because there there I have I have a lot of questions about like how specifically it works. But uh, first of all, like what type of people use Patreon? Um, so we saw definitely like the first wave. Actually, let me start with our CEO. His name is Jack Conti. He's amazing. Um, he's also one half of this band called Pomplamoose. They're amazing. Um, and so Patreon was born literally out of Jack Conti making a music video in his garage. I think his girlfriend went on tour. So he was home alone for like two months or something. And so he made this crazy video and it was beautiful. It's called Pedals. It's awesome. It involves like this giant robot interface. It's like so cool. He spent like six grand or something making it. And he made, um, he got 250,000 views on YouTube, I think. And he made like $300. Like some just absurd, almost <laughs> insulting, some. So um, the people who, who use it and like the first wave of people who were really successful kind of radiated out of Jack's network. And so that was a lot of like YouTubers and people who were already um, like digital entrepreneurs and pioneers of, of like digital distribution. So our first wave was definitely like all the YouTubers, you know what I mean, who had, who had maybe like been successful at one point on YouTube and then started to realize the limits of ad-based models um, and then and then came to Patreon. And now we're seeing like in the second and third waves, like a serious uptick in um, in podcasters and web comics and now like uh, more and more live music and music, professional musicians and bands. Um, we're also seeing like people like uh, mommy bloggers and um, anyone who's regularly creating and sharing content online, particularly people who have um, who come into Patreon with an engaged audience, mm-hmm. they're they're doing very well. And seeing like basically unprecedented success on yeah. our platform, yeah. 
So anybody so, who's uh, who's creating stuff on a regular basis. Yes, literally anything. Like I said, we have this guy who has. I mean, to be fair, it's a it's like part art gallery, part cat shelter, but he's being supported on Patreon. And so, like, the point is like. If you have something that you're doing all the time that other people care about (laughs) and you can convince them to give you money online, (laughs) then uh, then Patreon works. Okay, cool. (laughs) So I'm coming up with all kinds of ideas now. (laughs) You should. That's awesome. Cool. That's great. Okay, so just uh, just about anybody. You know, I've I've done a lot of browsing around Patreon and I've noticed um, writers. Uh, podcasters, bloggers, like you say, and a lot of musicians, a lot of musicians yeah. on there, and like you said, YouTubers, um, which is which is cool. Uh, so, um, my next question then is, what is what's the best way for artists to use Patreon? I know there's probably no simple answer to that question, <laughs> but that's a good question, right? Um, yeah, there's no simple answer. I think like first off top is I swear I'm not copying out, but the truth is like the best way for an artist to use Patreon is um, to tailor it to their audience. So to like really, you know, try to get a feel for what their audience needs and what they enjoy and to fit that. Um, but from there, I think I do have a more general answer, which is something to the effect of like, you know, Patreon's not an exclusive gate for your content. So by that, we mean like, it's not this place where like, okay, you know, maybe you've been publishing on other platforms and now you come to Patreon and now it's like only release your stuff on Patreon. And if you don't pay, you can't see it. That's not how it works at all. We see ourselves as like one of many ways to share um, with the people around you. So the best way to use Patreon is to very intentionally guide people to your Patreon, whether that's when you're on stage at a live performance or that's via, you know, your social media presence or in forums or if you're on Reddit or even in person, like having business cards that make it really easy to guide people towards towards this payment gate. Um, but fundamentally, it's it's complementary to your other channels. So if like you have a really dope audience on SoundCloud, like keep sharing your music on SoundCloud for sure. And Patreon is just one way where you might be able to turn the love that you get on someplace like SoundCloud or YouTube into money that you can rely on. And basically Patreon system turns that kind of amorphous engagement and that audience that you like sometimes are, you know, right up in your face and sometimes you're like, I don't really know where they're at or what they do. Brings them all to one place with the express purpose of supporting what you do. Um, yeah. So I guess also to distill that to some actual points, be like, one is definitely get to know your audience. What do they need? What do they care about? And number two, like, don't be afraid to ask people, um, and be real about why you have a Patreon and what it allows you to do, you know, whether it's pay your rent or make an amazing, you know, stop motion animated video. Um, yeah. And, and that like, it's just one of, it's just one of many ways now that artists can, uh, can be valued and rewarded for the wealth and beauty they give us. It seems like a way, another way for, for artists to connect with their, with their audience. Most definitely. We, um, this year actually expressly in 2015, like we recognize and are always going to be innovating on our our core product, which is what makes it possible to get paid. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. That that's important and that matters. And then, um, but we also know that revenue, reliable revenue, uh, goes hand in hand with real relationship. So in 2015, we're going to be launching, um, a series of tools that make it easier and easier for artists to manage those relationships and also for patrons to like establish and nurture those relationships with creators. So intimacy is our theme for sure. And every piece of technology we put out is working in the interest of intimacy. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds good to me. 
so I'm wondering about if if there are different approaches for different types of artists. You know, for uh, for example, I'm a podcaster. Obviously, I've set up two patreon account so far okay what is for this podcast and i have nothing attached to it i have no milestones no goals and nothing i just put it up there figuring out get to it later right and right. not surprisingly i have zero patrons as of as of, this, <laughs> as of this interview which is fine right um, yeah. <laughs> and then i yeah. set up another one for the other podcast that i have called that's a wrap uh where i have two co-hosts and we uh we set up some milestones we set up some goals and we have um i think as of now two patrons which is awesome you know? Woo! yay and yes. uh <laughs> and we're and we're pushing a little harder on that one i think you know we have three of us that are that are promoting um but one of the things that on the other podcast that we were discussing is like what do we do for milestones, what do we do for goals? So, could you maybe explain goals and milestones, and then maybe talk about what you've seen has been more successful for musicians, or for writers, or for podcasters? Totally, yeah. Okay, my official response to this question is: allow me to refer you to our lovely creator relations team. Um, so, off top, we have we have a dedicated team here that, like, for real, for real. When this podcast is over, I will refer you via email and or phone call to them. And they are the experts. They spent all day thinking about this, all day talking about this. Um, but And so, again, I'll reiterate. The first thing to do is, like, know your audience and also know your craft. Know what you're capable of. So what you build your tiered rewards and milestones on should, should fit you and your practice um, and your community. Um, and then specifically, I have been having some, like, more granular conversations about what works, um, particularly in, like, live music and, and for podcasters and, and stuff with respect to tier rewards. Um, so you got to get, get creative. Like for one, we're noticing that people really appreciate like intimacy access and, um, and like collaborative recognition. So, uh, things that work are like, you know, obviously downloads, um, instead of just, you know, streaming access to content. Um, if you're a live musician, people really like things like say you have an awesome track and there's like three elements to it, like release the stems so people can learn the guitar and learn along with you and really like take their involvement with your craft to the next level. Um, I, I think I had mentioned this before, but things, um, depending on your social media presence and how active your audience is, you know, if people are kind of clamoring to get a hold of you and want to be, you know, a part of your life and your creator, letting them, letting them in as far as you are comfortable and, and, you know, Skyping with people, that's a reward that we've seen succeed. Um, offering them access to experiences that they might not be able to have otherwise, including like, you know, maybe you're going to have a live show with just like, you know, a really cool guest and like a couple friends and then allowing like some of your patrons to live stream in and like be present in the studio in a way with you. Um, what else? Yeah, I think I think maybe the two factors that that contribute to the success of um, specifically tiered rewards, not so much milestones, is is intimacy and scalability, right? Like you don't want something that's gonna you know take you three weeks to fulfill, and it only took you four days to make the podcast or whatever. Um, so th yeah, so things which are which are easily scalable, which are like downloads and um, or even just like if you're doing a podcast and you had you know, a really interesting interview and it was like 10 minutes and the, you know, you wanted to cut that into a 30 minute segment, but you actually have like 45 minutes of interview releasing the outtakes, releasing, you know, whether there's bloopers, if you had to record your intro like three times and it was really funny, like releasing that, um, people just want to be around creativity, you know, creativity is, yeah. is contagious. So, um, anything, anything which brings you closer to that process and, and like is actually tailored to your craft and audience works. We're seeing, um, yeah. 
I like the yeah. blooper idea or the or the outtakes, you know, because yeah. um, I was thinking about like I don't like the idea of um, intentionally making something less for free and then saying, oh, you have to pay to get more. Right. You know what I mean? But what you're saying is like you're given the thing you would have given anyway, but like there's this little extra stuff that you can have as well, right? And I yeah. like that, like outtakes, extra parts of an interview, uncut stuff, stuff like that. That's really yeah. interesting. Oh, and there's one other element that we've been seeing start happen a lot more. There's this guy, Ryan Leslie, who's like an amazing hip-hop producer, kind of behind the scenes, but um, yeah, super super creative, intelligent dude. And he just joined our platform. And one of the things that he does is offer um, a couple different levels of producer credit. So I'm like, I became one of his patrons. It worked. I'm a $10 patron because now every time he releases a video, you know, me and like 80 other people's names <laughs> flash at the end of it. But it's cool. Like all of a sudden, cool. like I'm a producer of Ryan Leslie's videos. Yeah. For real. <laughs> for um, real. <laughs> yeah. So that even cool. just people credit on the podcast, you know, I think is... Um, is something we're seeing kind of a trend and like people realize, I mean, cause it is the truth. Like you are financially supporting and making possible a production um, mm. that, that makes you a producer. Yeah. So instead of like, you know, one big baller producer behind it, throwing 10 G's on <laughs> things, why not have a hundred producers behind it, throwing 10 bucks on things? Um, I think we're starting to suspect that that's the, that's the model of the future. And that's just yeah. on a, yeah, like, chiller level <laughs> yeah. another way that you can reward people without you know expending too much of your valuable creative energy right right yeah i like that our uh and, and that's a wrap our first like for one dollar it's a, we'll give you a shout out we'll mention your name you know as a thanks you know yeah. stuff like that you know i think people people like that um, i like that <laughs> yeah see there you go so well i'll send a link so you can uh you know pledge if you want to too <laughs> for sure yeah ah, see what i did there I yeah <laughs> <laughs> some meta meta marketing <laughs> that's awesome uh <laughs> yeah no those are some those are some really good ideas uh yeah, I've seen some. I've seen some really interesting. I've been searching a lot and do seeing some really interesting uh, ideas and things that people are doing on there. You know, uh, in terms of like in person stuff or like you said, shout outs or or just kind of more access and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that's great because I think that people. I've I've always believed that if people enjoy something or find value in it, they want to contribute. They want to help for the most part, you know, not everybody can, not everybody wants to, but I think there's a substantial number of people who just want to do that. And, you know, I think that the way I look at Patreon is you're giving people the opportunity to, to do that, you know, to support people. Um, Yeah. But I I really like the idea of the tiered goals as well, tiered rewards, I'm sorry, as well. Right. So there's some kind of incentive maybe for, for doing that. Totally. It works for me. I've been bumped up in like, the increment of patronage I intended to give based on how cool the, the tiered reward was. Okay. And the, yeah, it works. No, that's I great. I know. I, um, Go ahead. No, I, I just, I, this is a, I'm speaking always, obviously at least semi on behalf of Patreon, but now I think I'm dipping into the realm of speaking as Erica mm-hmm. who works at Patreon. Um, but I'm super interested on just a like basic nerd level and small group formation and kind of like how that relates to technology and societal growth, et cetera. And I think what's really interesting is that we're starting to see like, yeah, we make it, we're not like creating a new phenomenon here at Patreon. Like we're making it possible for people to do something they already want to do. And in many ways are already doing. Um, but what I've been thinking about a lot recently is kind of like, you know, in an ad based model or really in any model that doesn't have the creator at the center, what 
ends up happening is that cycle of like, yo, I give to you because I receive something beautiful. And so I give and because I receive something beautiful, which is a cycle, like a reciprocal cycle that gets disrupted as soon as you put a middleman in there. Right. Who's like, yeah, cool. You give, I'm going to take a cut. I'm going to deliver, you know, a cut of that cut <laughs> mm-hmm. to the creator. And then the cycle gets like literally, you know, diluted. Um, so I think what's interesting is, is Patreon, like you just said, is, is starting to like provide the structure, the infrastructure for that cycle. So it can, you know, function healthily again. Yeah. You're right. People want to give. People want right. to give. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, buying a, buying an album from a major you know, a musician on a major label is not really giving in the same way as, you know, because you guys take a cut, right? But it's not yeah, like, yeah. but it's not like what an advertiser does or what a major label would do or something like that, right? No, it's like, it's 5%. And actually, when you just look at it, it's very simple math. Like, we cannot succeed unless all of our creators succeed because if none of our creators make money, we make zero money, literally zero dollars. Um, whereas in an ad-based revenue, you know, you have a third party. Um, so you, as long as you serve that content and you can prove that somebody saw it, <laughs> right. you can still make money regardless of whether or not the creator makes any money. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes that makes. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yep. Good. Good. Matt. <laughs> have you have you found that there are uh, like there's bonus content and rewards that podcast listeners in particular like like from a campaign or does it go to the individual kind of podcast? This is a question that came up on my Twitter feed um, yeah. from from Neil. So I think um, my official answer is yo. Let me refer you to Cole Palmer, <laughs> head of creator relations. He is the expert. And my unofficial answer, um, I think my, it would be something to the effect of like what we were talking about before. Like if you have a, you know, like you're trying to cut an hour long segment, and you got three guests, like you can't have three hours of content in there. It's right. not like you're purposely making less for your patrons. It's just like sometimes, you know, you can't include everything, but being able to, you know, include the full interview, release that full interview, do shout outs, do product production credits, um, and maybe even like at higher levels of patronage, give people the opportunity to help source your guests or help source topics. Um, I think that's super successful. And it depends. Like maybe if you have a super cynical, like super sarcastic podcast, it might be that like the people who are engaging with you, like don't, don't really connect in that way or, you know, Mm -hmm. don't want to like have a FaceTime with you because they're like, nah, bro. But um, yeah, people want to feel involved. Uh, People are involved. You know what I mean? Like that's, that is the reality. That reciprocal cycle is the reality. So play into it, you know, ride that momentum. I yeah. think that's the best advice. But for real, Cole Palmer. Cole at Patreon.com. Email okay. him. <laughs> Cole C-O-L-E? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I'm going to ask you for uh, a list <laughs> after this to email me so for I can sure. put it in the show notes uh, uh, so you. people can link because I know that um, a lot of my listeners will be will be interested. Because, you know, my yeah. listeners are podcasters, writers, educators, uh, people who do all kinds of different sorts of things. So I think everybody – might find a different way to use Patreon and different reasons to use it, you know, and that's why that's why I thought it'd be a great uh, topic for this podcast, given my yeah. weirdly diverse audience. <laughs> well, know? thank you, thank you for doing this. Yeah, yeah. thank. You. Cool, badass. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I have found just in my own life, you know, I'm a you know kind of somewhat introverted, polite Midwesterner, you know, I, I don't like asking for things. Yeah. I, I, you know, feel kind of uncomfortable being like, Hey, give me money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I know a lot of people are like that. I know a lot of yeah. my listeners are like that. How Do you have any suggestions on how to 
talk to people about Patreon without feeling yeah. like that. I mean, I guess I keep doing this just because, like, you know, I don't really believe that I'm not I'm not a federalist of you. I don't believe in like answers from the central headquarters, <laughs> right. like applying right. across the board. So, you know, the truth really is like you, you know, the people around you better than I do. So part of it is just like is cultural and and playing into, you know, what works, um, what, what people understand. But I think first I want to make the point that, um, you know, the burden has fallen onto artists and creators in part because this like very natural reciprocal relationship has been disrupted, um, you know, in all kinds of ways, particularly like mass media. So um, I just want to like give credence and recognition to like how big of a challenge this is. Um, and then from there, I think my, my best advice is to just keep it really real what do you need that money for? You know what I mean? We find a lot of times that the artists and creators on our platform, they use this money for rent. They use this money for food. They pay, you know, they buy clothes for their kids. <laughs> they, um, you know, if they don't have kids, they buy the microphone that they need, you know, to continue creating. Um, so it's not like, you know, artists are getting this money, like going out and like buying, you know, fancy like cars or like mm -hmm. doing anything, you know, buying diamonds. That's, that's not it at all. I, I would suspect that you use, you know, whatever money you get for your creative endeavors, either towards your living expenses or towards other creative endeavors. So, um, I kind of wish that the burden didn't fall. A lot of like my job as a, as a marketer here, as a sharer of ideas is to, is to help get this idea into people's heads that, Hey, like we, we need to support creators mm -hmm. for all kinds of reasons, but in part, cause if we don't, then we run the risk of stifling creativity per se. So, um, in terms of tangible advice about how to ask, I would just like really always tie it back to what you need it for, mm. you know, say like, Hey, I need whatever support you can give me so that I can pay my rent this month <laughs> so that I can keep producing this podcast. Or if you got your rent on lock, cause you got a job or whatever, you know, hey, I really could use this support this month so that um, I can produce two podcasts instead mm -hmm. of one because people, yeah. people want to see more content. Um, just tie it back to what's real. You know what I mean? Like, even if people can't connect with it at first, the more times you say that and the more that people see that you're not, you know, bullshitting, this isn't a marketing ploy and you're not trying to create some smoke and mirrors around your needs and, and your resources, people will connect with that. You know, everybody needs to eat. Everybody needs to to secure shelter for themselves. And, um, I think after a while that message will sink in and people will understand like, Hey, <laughs> I need to support this creator. Um, you know, not just cause quote unquote, it's the right thing to do. And not just cause I get something out of it, but because like I see this cycle when I give, they create and I receive. And when I receive, I'm able to, to, you know, produce in my own life and provide for my own family, et cetera. It gives me the motivation and energy to do what I got to do. So, um, I say, keep it real. That's <laughs> that I guess, yeah. I guess I get. I guess yeah. You, now that you say that, I guess a person's audience, like our audience for our for this podcast or for the other podcast, they already know us pretty well. Yeah. Or they know what we're what we're after, what we're going for, and I think people can see through like a if you're you know trying to scam or something, which is not 
obviously the case most of the time, I imagine. Like we have, like for example, at That's a Wrap, one of our milestone goals is basically just to cover our hosting costs for the, exactly. for the media. You know, if we can cover yeah. our hosting costs, we're kind of happy because at least we're breaking even, right? Instead of spending, yeah. money. you know, it's our first milestone. And yeah. we have one. Uh, it's like buy Nick a new mic. One of our guys' uh, mic is broken, yeah. so hey, if we get to this level, we'll buy him a new mic. You know, stuff like that. Exactly. Just real simple stuff. You know, uh, necessities. Real, actual necessities. Yeah. necessities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's that's yeah. what we've done on the uh, on the other on that's a wrap, and I think that's I think it's good. Like you said, you're being upfront. You're saying, hey, you know, we could we could use this money for this. And I've seen other people who there's another podcast I listen to called Media Carnivores, and they're uh, twice monthly. And one of their milestone goals is uh, to be weekly. If they get they reach whatever goal it is, they'll become a weekly podcast, which is kind of yeah. nice too, because then you get not just the the reward for the um, the tiered rewards, but maybe people will be like, "Oh, I would love to hear this weekly if I can help them get to this goal." Exactly. You know, which would, might encourage people to put the word out. Which I guess I'm putting the word out for media carnivores, uh, right? You know, you, <laughs> should, you should pledge to that. You know, I, I haven't yet, but I will um, for sure because you know it's it's something I like. So yeah, yeah that's that, awesome. Yeah, I like that. I like that uh, that advice a lot. Also, yeah. now that I think about it, this is. Just to like caveat, I studied philosophy, so I'm like an obnoxious philosopher. But um, on a philosophical tip, it also occurs to me because I kind of feel like I'm also a creator myself and um, I'm not on Patreon even because I like I haven't quite come to terms with I think dare I, I name it. There's a little bit of shame associated with having to ask for support and basically having to be honest um, about my financial status, you know, with respect to my creative endeavors. So I think part of it, as ridiculous as this is, is to like practice some, you know, if you're, if you're sarcastic, if your style is sar- sarcasm and cynicism, like, you know, use that voice in your head or whatever, be funny about it. But practicing self-love as an artist, like creators have been hated on, you know, subtly and explicitly for a long time. And, and, um, our contributions have been devalued and, uh, and falsely ignored for so long that it's kind of like got inside our heads that we aren't valuable and that what we do isn't valuable. So part of it is like, be real. That's like a, you know, an actionable tactic. And then like, give yourself love, like convince yourself, do whatever it takes inside your head to convince yourself to remember how valuable we really are. And then I think, honestly, that that has a real impact on how we come across to the people around us. Like, if you don't value yourself or or you're not convinced that you're worth it or your project's worth it, then I think people can pick up on that, even digitally. So I would say, to add on to my answer, be real and love yourself, value yourself, and people will start to be drawn to that, too. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. great. Uh, that's yeah. That's fantastic. I like I like the uh, I like the mission of Patreon a lot. You know, I I, I like it as an as an artist, um, as a creator. You know, uh, it's it's even calling my calling oneself an artist or creator. Some people even have trouble with that, but I think it. it this helps. You know, it's 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 a good infrastructure for saying, hey, you know, you can you can support me, you know, and I can continue to create, and it's not. You don't have to be in people's faces all the time if you don't want right. to, and you can. It's just about, about creating good stuff because that's that's. I think a lot of people who use Patreon, is, at least in my case, we, we're going to create the stuff anyway. Yeah, I'm exactly. doing something I love and something I want to do because it's interesting and fun and whatever. And 
I'm going to be doing it anyway, so I might as well, you know, try to, you know, if, if people want to help me, I want to, want to ask them to do that. So yeah. on the patron side, so if you were interested in being a patron, yeah, um, you mentioned earlier that there's a per, how should I put this? <laughs> on the creator side, we have a choice, it looks like, to to do per thing, right? For me, it's per podcast episode, which would be, in this case, a weekly podcast, um, or per month, like monthly. And that's yeah. something that the creator chooses, right? Yes. Okay. So we, as a creator, you can choose, like, do you want people to support you monthly or, or on a per episode basis? But so say you say someone wants to be a patron of me, right? Mm-hmm. And they want to say, okay, I want to pledge like a dollar per episode or two dollars or whatever they can they can set a limit yeah and it's very easy to do correct yeah so easy i do it (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean because you can see like i'm like oh yeah per episode it's a weekly it's a weekly podcast so it's like eight bucks a month Right, eight bucks a month. Right, wait, what am I saying? Weekly, so yeah, per month. That's about eight bucks, right? Cal, what's wrong with me? Yeah, oh god, (laughs) it's it's the middle of the afternoon. I can't even like claim it's early for me. (laughs) No excuse. Two times four is eight, right? So, (laughs) but like, so say someone pledges two bucks, and I'm like, ha ha, I'm gonna release every day, and all of a sudden you're on the hook for for sixty bucks. That can't happen, right? Because you can punch in like I want a limit of ten dollars or whatever it might be. Yeah, right. That 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 is like, as a as an actual user of our platform, as opposed to an employee, like that's one of our most crucial features. And I definitely use it because, for instance, Ryan Leslie, I know for a fact he doesn't need my money. Actually, I just mm-hmm. really appreciate like his thought leadership, and I I like you know it's exciting to me to be part of the first wave. But I don't want to give that dude thirty dollars a month. That would piss me off. I'd be super <laughs> mad giving him thirty dollars a month. You know what I mean? Like I could do a lot of things with thirty dollars. But so I limit it, and so I'm cool. I'm cool if he releases two videos. You know, I could give him twenty dollars. I can rationalize that spend. Um, so that's I use that feature, and um, I think like that's kind of what it's all about. Like again, going back to the current landscape around media distribution, and like how we're how we as consumers are are conventionally served media, and how we as creators are kind of you know I guess at times forced into sharing our content. Um, basically what's gone on is we've experienced a serious lack of control, right? Like a lack of autonomy and a lack of agency because we've, you know, whether intentionally or accidentally through like subtle manipulation, we've given up that control. So Patreon, when we say creator centric, a huge part of what we mean is like, yo, you as a creator, you have agency, do this how you want to do it, right? Like do this, how work, how it works for you. And same thing on the patron side, like, you don't get to tell creators what to do, but I do get to tell creators like how I'm willing to support them. Mm-hmm. So I have agency in that way. I think that's, you know, personally and professionally, my favorite part about Patreon is that we're, we're building via, you know, our code base and the technologies that we deliver agency back into this exchange between creators and patrons. So, um, yeah, that's, that's one of my, my favorite features actually. And totally it saves my bank account every month. Cause I don't yeah. even know what these creators are, <laughs> how much stuff they're releasing. You know what I mean? I have another guy. I'm a, I'm a monthly supporter because he releases, sometimes he releases, he's a photographer. He'll release like three photos cause he'll be traveling. And then sometimes he comes back, releases like 20. So I'd be broke. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. So you, you just cap it at a certain amount and that's that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your, uh, your Patreon profile right now and it yeah. looks like you you know you you support you know maybe half a dozen maybe more at least on the on this right and it's kind of cool it yeah. tells you how many days and like yeah what's this good thing 
Is that a measurement of? Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you. I feel like I do know the actual way that's calculated. It's a, it's a way that we internally, um, and I guess apparently it, it like surfaces externally, yeah. but we're trying to, we're trying to measure like the engagement and like how many people a patron is really supporting. Okay. But, um, yeah, I used to know the exact calculation, but no, that it doesn't that, matter. No, I don't <laughs> want to even matter. tell you because I think no, we're no, gonna no. Out. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just saw. Am I super good though? Do I have a good well, friend? I don't know. You're 400 good. Is that really good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really have no idea. I don't know. If you, if you hover over the good thing, it says good is just one small way to measure all the support being given to artists and creators. And then yeah. when it shows who you're doing, it says how many get whatever. I mean, it's it's it doesn't really matter. I just saw <laughs> it. I threw it out there. I didn't mean to ambush you on that. But. No, no, it's funny. It's funny because I've I, when I first started this company, I was like going through and browsing. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And uh, but I do I can say because like this year, you know, just taking a step back real quick, like marketing, quote unquote, um, I would say is dead. Like the idea of like selling products like that don't you know have value or trying to create value around products like. That doesn't work. That's whack. So here at Mark, like marketing at Patreon really is, I see it as like, you know, connecting people and sharing ideas. And so one of the things that we're doing this year, in addition to, I was talking about like, we're going to drop a lot more features and technologies having to do with intimacy. So we're also doing some things, smaller things, but like that makes it easier to be recognized for your patronage. So if like you're, you're, you know, you don't have to even spend that much money, but like, you know, say I'm, I'm supporting 20 people for a dollar a month, like, by the end of 2015, there will be in-product features that recognize you um, for supporting, cool. yeah, for supporting creators. Or maybe you know, it's also cool too. Like whether if you're financially empowered to be able to, you know, give you know two grand a month to like seven creators, like we'll recognize you for that too. Yeah. So um, I don't know what the good score means, but we'll have something. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> we'll have something uh, doing that same work sometime soon so a light bulb went on over my head finally uh during your last answer before yeah something just clicked for me and i hope it clicks for my listeners as well one of the reasons that i think i i was finding patreon a little confusing yeah is because it's so well kind of easy to use however you want to use it right like the, right. And that's and that to me was the confusing part because there's not this like super like detailed structure of you have to do this and you have to do this and then you do that and this is the way it's done. It's more you do what you want to do, you ask in the way you want to ask, you offer what you want to offer and here are the tools to do that. And the tools are right there in front of you, but to me I want structure, but now I'm seeing okay, now I can play with this. Right? Yeah. As a creator and as a patron. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. as a creator in particular, I can play with the structure and be like, okay, well, like what, what does my audience want? You know, what might they want? What, what, what might entertain them? What, you yeah. know, what, what kinds of val- extra value can I bring or do I need to do that? Et cetera. It just completely totally. clicked when you were talking. About- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope it does for everybody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause when you're talking about just do what you, you know, you're saying be real and do your thing. I mean, because every artist and every audience is going to be different and the relationship is going to be different. And Patreon yeah. can be a way to manage that relationship, but also to enhance that relationship. And it depends on what you've already got going on. It totally makes sense to me. It's like a playground. Totally. Yes. Oh my gosh. You're the best. That's an original. <laughs> yeah. You just coined an original saying. Patreon is a playground for creators. And like, I think, I don't think I've actually said this word yet in this conversation, but um, it's just been interesting. It's been coming up a lot more when I've been writing and communicating about Patreon that like, we really are an open access platform. And 
just like playgrounds are open access. You know what I mean? Like there's no rule about what game you can play there. They're just, there's just a structure in place. Like, you know, whatever you find to be fun and and useful, uh, we, we are happy, I guess, to facilitate and maintain that function for you. And, um, just like speaking about the future, I think that this is, this is definitely something which will continue to define Patreon. The fact that we are, we're truly open access. Like, it's not only easy for anyone anywhere to sign up, but anyone anywhere can make it work for what it is that they love to do. And um, I think like every every feature, every every little tiny piece of structure that we do add is really all entirely in the interest um, of just making relationships easier online, you know? So yeah. it will never get more constraining. If anything, it'll just get easier more free more more open right Mm -hmm. yeah that's great that's fantastic i really like the platform so far um you know as i as i figure out how to use it i think it's a great idea and now i'm getting a a sense of the nuts and bolts that's great and uh, yeah you know i'm hoping that like i said some of my listeners get the same uh you know kind of epiphany of oh okay because light bulb bulb, (laughs) big old light bulb (laughs) that is fantastic for sure. Um, is there anything else that you want to add? It's kind of an open-ended question, I know, but. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say thank you. This has been such a lovely conversation. It's such a yeah, great opportunity to talk about things that I like talking about. So big, giant thank you. Muchas gracias from California. <laughs> um, woo, look at us, bilingual. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, man, the only thing I would add is just like, you know, we received a we we were really lucky, grateful, honored to receive a lot of money last year um, from people who believed in us and believed that this idea is is worth working on and worth worth paying people to work on. And um, but ultimately, we're a super young company, so that combination has kind of led us to this point where we realize like we have a serious responsibility um, to you, to all your listeners, to everyone on our platform, to everyone who's looking at our platform, kind of being like, how can this maybe work for me? Um, and so we're super aware of that. And this year, 2015, is going to be defined by a fulfillment of that responsibility. So you'll see huge improvements um, in our product, our design. Everything is going to be, you know, way more beautiful, way more functional. Um, you know, the future is just full of wild possibilities, but I think I just want to emphasize that if you're a creator and you're looking at our site and you're like, Hey man, I wish this, you know, did this better. Like I, I promise you it will in 2015. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's what we're, we're working over here real hard, um, having a great time doing so, but to serve up, make sure that this, this product meets the needs of artists and creators. That's our priority. And, um, that's what you can expect from us. Cool. Hold us to it. All yeah. right. We will hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That's great. Challenge thank you. Bad. All yeah. right. Erica, sure. thank you so much for coming on to the show and, and explaining all of this to us. I, I, I love it. For... Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, Erica. Of course. Bye. Yeah. Same. Bye.